I wanted to come on. I wanted to come on here real quick and, and really, really make this really quick and just talk about energy for a second. I'm a person who can feel energy. If the energy is good, I can feel it. If the energy is not so good, I can feel it. If the energy is bad, I can feel it. Like if it's very heavy, if it's negative, whatever may be going on with inside you, I can feel it. For a person like me, I have to be very, very protective of my energy. I have to be protective of who comes around me. Who I allow to come around me because of the energy that I feel. Some people will say, I, I, you know, it's when you sit back and you hear the assumptions made from others about you or their opinions about you. It can be very, very amusing and funny. Especially when you hear assumptions that, of course, you know, that are not right. And then we are living in this climate now since um, the pandemic. People are in such a need of healing and wanting to um, heal others, not just heal themselves, but heal others. And, and some are not even healing themselves. They're just so busy focusing on others. I have been looked at as a case study. <laughs> it's just been an interesting roller coaster ride to say the least. And um one assumption someone said is that I'm not open to allowing like love in and and things. Yeah, that's an assumption. <laughs> Clearly. Because let's go back to energy. And you're going to have to really be a person to step out of yourself to really even understand this. It's not that I'm not open to allowing love in. I am shielding myself of certain energies. When a lot of people try to come at me at one time, when a lot of people are like, hey, 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 trying to get your attention at one time. That's multiple different energies coming my way. So I have to shield myself of the energy to see which energy is coming from a place of love, which energy is coming from a place of not so love and all of these. I so you're on the outside. You're maybe seeing things from a different perspective, but from my perspective, I'm feeling things. From a different perspective, I'm more so in feeling it. And if you're not a feeler, you're not going to understand it. And I'm okay with the people who don't understand it. That's why I never talk about it. <laughs> I never talk about it. Never have. Because it's the hardest thing to explain if it's not you and that's not everybody. So they wouldn't understand it. So when you're dealing with something like a pandemic, it's so many hurt people. And I feel that hurt collectively. I feel it. I can go into a room. I can feel 
the hurt, the pain. I can feel things. I can feel if you're happy. I can feel if you're sad. If you're saying you're happy and you're not, yeah, I can kind of feel that too. <laughs> so I feel that. So when I say, go go back again, I'm protected of my energy. I'm trying to create a boundary for myself to block out the negative energy. I may not be as open like I used to be. Let's say that I used to be open, 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 open. But we are in different times now. A lot of people are hurting more so in this world than before. Not saying hurt never existed because it did. But during the pandemic, it shifted. So many people are losing people left or right. They're grieving this. They're grieving that. Some people are bringing their hurt to the surface. And I'm experiencing the way the world is shifting. I'm feeling the shift of the world right now. I feel all of it. And so that's a learning process for me to shield. I, I gave a gift of this podcast. I came on here and I talked during a season where I really didn't want to show up during a season where I was saying, hey, girl, take some time for yourself, you know, recharge your battery, refill your cup for you, be there for you. The earth itself shifted. And. We went into a healing season. So everybody was on alert. I'm taking a little break. I couldn't take my break. And I think that's the part people don't understand. I couldn't take it. I had to fight to take it. And I still showed up for people, even though it was a season where I wanted to show up for myself. And I wanted just to take some time for myself. People were like, you're not doing this. You had to do this. You're not showing the hair. You're not this. Not understanding that I was also wanting to be in a season myself to just take a step back. No one anticipated the pandemic. But I gave a lot of free advice on my podcast during the pandemic that did help people. So much that I'm seeing people taking the information and running with it and doing all these things. No, I definitely don't get credit. I don't even get credit for showing up in a time where I needed myself. But I get backlash <laughs> on a lot of things. I get backlash on you didn't go to this event. You didn't go to that event. You didn't go to this event. You didn't go to that event. No one saw when I got in my car and I went to Atlanta and was there to support, just like I was there supporting the entire pandemic on every live. No one saw when I went to Vegas. No one saw when I went to New York. All these things, like, I don't have to go down the list. And other things I supported and stuff as well. Yes, I love concerts, but I think somebody, people think just because I love concerts, I'm supposed to go to every single concert that comes my way. Not in this season, okay? And a lot of the things is, a lot of concerts I've been to, remember, I'm concerts has been my favorite hobby all my life. So a lot of people I've seen in concert multiple times. But I also like a certain experience at a show too. 
So, um, so some shows I didn't have to go to this go around. Some shows I've already been. Sometimes I, you know, not gonna go into the whole spill of that. Next year maybe different. You know, going into twenty twenty four, which I'm already mentally in twenty twenty four myself right now. I'm already operating there. And um, we'll see. We'll just have to see <laughs> with that. But I re- like, again, I just wanted to come on and talk about energy because it still is so much. I'm seeing people say so much and they don't know you. You running off of your own assumption and then trying to tell me what I should be doing or not doing. I put up a post. That's been on my page for years about T.D. Jakes and, and some of y'all running to the off the cliff with this is is taking it too literally in a way. <sighs> I'm not trying to be a pastor is what I'm trying to say. I'm not here to be a pastor. I like listening to his sermons. I go to the potter's house to listen to the sermons. That's all. <laughs> okay and so at a time in my life those sermons did help me and they and and that was that time span and I was able to meet him during that time that was if you go back and look at that post just look at the date and look at where we are today so I have definitely grown a lot since then but I think people think I want to be a pastor or a minister and I'm not we all have gifts and stuff yeah you can minister into people in your own different ways but I'm not trying to be an ordained pastor, <laughs> okay? Um, that's an assumption, too, that has come up. That's not it, you know? And, and I just had a, a great moment in life, and I got to meet someone who was, at that time, pouring into me, and I shared it in a post on social media. That was during the time. Well, you know, when I first started New York Fashion Week, I post pictures of what I was experiencing then, you know, like going into the lion's den, having fun. I posted those pictures. Some people think, you know, I took a break from doing that. I don't, I I still have access to New York Fashion Week. I talk to my mentor all the time. I can still come. What I love about her, she say, in your time when you're ready to come back. I was going to go back this year. But I switch around some things this year to show up for people and do some things. So, yeah, I had to put some things that on the back burner, too. But um, we're not even going to get into that. But those are things. But, yes, I, I'm still down with New York Fashion Week. I can still show up. And you never know what you're going to see next year. I don't want to talk about things. Because it's just been so many assumptions about things. People say you don't care about something or care about a person and, and things that are just not true. I've dealt with a lot this year and I haven't said anything. I've had my Instagram account froze where people froze my account so I can't comment. And then the next day a publicity stunt comes out and it's like, what? You know, like these are things y'all don't see behind the scenes. These are a lot of things that go on. I don't care. Let me tell y'all. I'm not a negative person. 
I want everybody to be happy in this world. But in this world, you got to find your own happiness. You got to find your joy. You got to find the things that bring you peace. I came in. Top of the pandemic looking for, you know, like. My peace again and I found it. And then when people see you at peace and, you know, people do things to try to, you know, again, we go back to energy is experiencing other people energy trying to throw your peace of mind off and all of this stuff like and then they'll sit here and say you see you you messing up somebody else's peace and no it's not it's your energy coming through y'all should see some of the stuff that i get in my dm y'all should see some of the stuff that gets thrown at me sent at me in my stories people playing with my numbers my following account doing all kind of things which makes no sense at all you know (sighs) (laughs) i have to laugh i've never been a hater in my life i don't know how to do that but i do think things should be properly done so like if you're happy be happy But sometimes presentation is everything. Sometimes just tell somebody, you know, like if I'm a friend of somebody and you with somebody, let me know. I might be happy for you, friend. I'm going to be happy for you. I'm going to be very happy for you. But when someone tries to put together a stage show to kind of dish you because they're in their feelings and then say a different story behind it. I don't understand that. <laughs> you know? And and then do this granule presentation. Because they're in their feelings. I don't understand that. And I said nothing. And that's the thing. I say nothing. I said nothing. A lot of things I don't say anything on. Because honestly a lot of things just don't bother me. Now I go back to my grandmother. I just lost my grandmother. Just like anybody else who lost anybody. I'm not dwelling in it. Honestly, I'm in a good place with that. Like I said, I was prepared for her passing. But then you look back on things at the year and I'm like, if I could change one thing, I probably would have loved to have spent more time with her during the month of July for her birthday. And I don't take away from what I say on that because I really do. Because had I known what I know now that someone was going to orchestrate something to that capacity, I would definitely have really spent that time with her. Now, on social media, it can come across any kind of way. That's why I, I talk about communication because I think this world has just gotten so lost digitally. We read too much into everything. I'll post about a post on detail and and they made it in relationship. I can't post on social media no more because every single post, they related to someone else or they related to relationships. I don't, most of the time, I'm not even posting about relationships. I'm not. I post about what my brand talks about or things that I just like. I'm not sending subliminal messages, blows to people and stuff like that. And I'm just like, can y'all please stop with that? Everybody don't do things the way you do. You may subliminally be talking to somebody, but I'm not trying to do that. 
I post about legacy is now my message about legacy is now intertwined into somebody else's. I can't even say brand what they got going on. I'm talking about legacy on my end. Legacy means something to me is differently. Why are you talking about it? I don't even know. It's that post that had nothing to do with you. When I say in the details, I was talking about a cake. And then the next post was about the cake that was given to me because I said, no matter how small or big the details. And I and they didn't have to do that. And they gave me a cake as a going away present to my new opportunity. And y'all made the details about a relationship. A man that's not detail oriented. He showed this and like, this ain't got nothing to do with no man. I don't have a man. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm not in that man business. I, they did what they did. Was it wrong? Yeah. But I'm not in that business. And I, that's what people... It's hard for people to to separate the two. You And, 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 and I want to sh- shut everything down. Alex, do your brand love. If you are a writer, be a writer. But... I don't think you are. I'm not on your page like that. And so every single post, it seemed like you're coming at me. And that's why I'm like, I don't understand why, because I never had a conversation with you. I don't talk to you. So I don't understand. You know, like there's too many people out here. Everybody wants to be a life coach and all of these things and people trying to but no one's talking to people no more we're so surface with everything we always want to be the solution to what we think is someone's problem you won't know a person's issue or problems that they're going through unless they talk to you talk to them that's why i like talking to people i can't force people to talk and i'm not and i never have but i will constantly say the same thing with me if you want to talk to tanya it's going to require a verbal conversation because I want to get to know you and you get to know me. That's just never going to change because that's, I like that. And the people who do have those verbal conversations with me, we have the best conversations. We have a lot of understanding. I got to know a lot of individuals this year, especially working because I got to know them on a human side because I got to know them personally through conversations not watching their social media, not researching this, because that don't tell the story. That don't tell half story. That's going to confuse you more. That's going to make you develop um, assumptions about people that's not true, impressions about people that's not true. And you don't know reason or rhyme why people post what they do. So... And and if we get weird, when thing conversation gets weird, I sh- I'll shut it down. I don't have a problem shutting my page off because I'm like the energies is all over the place right now. I'm not behind the scenes crying, grieving. This I'm not doing any of this. That's why I guess God says, "Come to the mic, <laughs> just come to the mic," because is and this may go over deaf ears too because I feel like everything does like. And this isn't probably the most realest conversation I'm really having right now with you guys. Like, I'm just, I shut down because of the energies. I've had people try to send messages to me through people. And, and it's like, what? Huh? Where did you come up with this? And who? T- who? And where did you come up with that? And where did you come up with this? 
it's 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 like I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's why I said I am left 2023 and I done jumped into 2024. I don't care how people feel about it. I don't care about your assumptions about it and how you feel and this and that. It's been a mess and I'm going to leave the mess in 2023. I'm going where there is clarity. I'm going where it's quietness and it's fun and, you know, and all of that stuff, you know. I feel like, like I said, I say the thing about technology. It's a good, I feel like technology would be a great thing. Yes, you can meet people online and you can do all these things. But the problem is it's never taken offline sometimes. I think people just meet and you keep it there and you, you don't take it offline. That's the problem. That's where confusion and the chaos come in and all of this stuff. I've taken down a lot of stuff on my page because like I, if you go back to this conversation, like I said, when I met T.D. Jackson years ago, his sermons then spoke into me. And um, that was that moment, that, that, that moment in time. And then I, I post other pictures about a moment in time, a moment in time, a moment in time. Some people are still trying to keep you in 2017. 20, Some people are still trying to keep me in 2018, 2019. I'm in, mine was, I'm in 2024, <laughs> okay? We're in 2023, but I've already mentally just said goodbye to 2023. It's been real. I'm mentally in 2024. But a lot of people are still bringing up old stuff. Let me tell y'all. I've had people bring up people from the past that I no longer deal with. When, when I walked away from situations that didn't suit me, I, did it, I, I didn't do it rudely. Kicking, screaming, anything like that. I simply just went on my way. And now we're in 2023. And, and not only that, the whole pandemic, they're coming at me. And, and I can't even go into a room and listen to some music without them bringing them in the room. And they trying to throw subliminal messages at me like I don't see it. Like, hey, well, this is such in the room. What am I supposed to really say to that? You know, like I haven't just talked to y'all in years and, and we're just two different people and two different mindsets. And I'm just mature enough to understand that. And I will, I, and I understood that then and, and I left. You're making something that into a dealing that it's not. And I'm addressing this because somebody else may be going through it, but this is just what I've had to deal with. And when I really say I'm done with it, I'm done. I'm tired of people trying to be the peacemaker in that situation. And that's why I want to talk about it. It's nothing to make peace about. This is not Destiny's Child. <laughs> okay? This is not a Destiny's Child situation. I'm happy for the ladies in Destiny's Child. They found their way together. That's good. In my situation, we didn't grow up together. We weren't friends. Hence, when I say the word friends, that situation taught me what friends should be like that was a situation that was very misaligned and they weren't my friends and I'm okay with that I've said it on several podcast episodes but I want to put this to bed because I don't want y'all dragging this into 2024 I wish them well I have been to baby showers for some of them 
when they had special moments, I shown up. When one child got Christianing, I sent a Christianing gift. They can't tell you that y'all didn't. I've done those things, even not dealing with them. And it was in those moments, God showed me things to separate myself. I don't have to have a talk about my conversations with God or the things that God has shown me. Sometimes people don't value you. Sometimes people don't even understand. People Sometimes people are so busy in competition with you, competing with you, or looking at you from a negative perspective because of what they got going on. They don't see the situation at hand. They're never present. And that was a lot of energy I had to deal with. And I'm very proud of myself from moving forward from that. And I let that go. So I ask that you please don't bring it into my existence now. Like, I don't have to, I'm not looking to see what they're doing with their lives because it's not none of my business. I have sabered ties with that. Um, I'm not on their pages. They aren't mine, whether they sneak and be on it or not. I know they see what I got going on with the podcast now and, you know, and I'm hearing feedback and stuff like that. But our time was then. It's not now. And I would just wish they would let me just go <laughs> on and find the people who will love me the right way as a friend because they weren't that to me. No, I, I don't want them to be a friend to me now. <laughs> it's okay. I, I, I see more and more on the daily why they all deserve each other. And that's not a negative thing I'm saying. I'm saying, yeah, they're more mindset fits together. And that's fine. Me, I've always been about growth. You know, I'm a little, I'm a little intellectual, and, and you know, and things, and and I know the things that light me up, that brings me passion and joy. Our majors were even different, and you can be friends with different majors and stuff. But it, like I'm telling you, it's just so many different elements where we just weren't aligned. Okay. Destiny's Child, their situation is a lot different than this one. Those girls were friends. And you, we all know their story and I don't have to say it. That's a different situation. And that's why I like to talk to people because every situation is different. And you can't come at it like, I think sometimes we think, oh, it's just a friendship that fell off and needs to be mended. Everybody didn't start at the foundation of a friendship. Sometimes that word is just loosely thrown out there. And I think we don't see other people's situations enough. I was talking to a group of women this week and it was a beautiful conversation. And um, we were talking about a woman who had a baby at the age of 70. And you know how some people are feeling like she shouldn't have had the baby and some people, you know, twins, actually, she shouldn't have had them. But we don't know her situation. We all they all the story said was she had babies at the age of 70. What if those babies were a gift to somebody else? Maybe she was just the vessel to give life so that someone else can be blessed with a child. We don't know that. Maybe they are hers and we don't know what their future path is going to be. They we don't know how long she will live. We don't know. And maybe they even if she let's say she doesn't live long, they will still end up being a blessing to somebody else. And it's a blessing that they came in for someone at that age to have them. Somewhere in their storyline is going to be revealed later on in life. We can't limit those kids and we can't limit her. We don't know the story. 
And I think that's what happens a lot in life. I looked at the situation like it gave somebody hope that they can have a baby because there were a lot of women. There's a lot of women out here who think they can't have a baby after 40. I'm 41. I still at 41 don't have an age limit on when I'm going to have a child. It's when I feel like I want to, when I feel like I'm ready. But I don't, for me personally, I don't want to have a baby unless I'm married with a husband. That's just me. Um, and for someone else, they may not feel like they need a husband to have a baby. And that's fine too. Everybody has their choice. I, I would love to bring my child into a marriage. And that's just my choice. And you do things to take care of yourself. So you can't say, oh, you can't have your baby because this. If you take care of yourself, you know your body and you stay on top and you stay active and I can go down a whole list of things. You can do that. Everybody's different. Some people wanted to have their babies early. I don't judge anybody who wanted to have their babies in their 20s or 30s. That's your choice. I think we forget about. This is not. Everybody's not living with the same goals. That's why it's so important to understand yourself and what you want and desire. You can't sit here and say somebody else is doing something wrong because that might be their path. Their path may differ from yours. And society just have a hard time with understanding we're all different. Everybody's so afraid to be unique and be different. And everybody feel like if I'm not doing it her way, his way, this way, then I'm doing it wrong assumptions and that's and you know i don't know (laughs) god maybe you wanted me to speak on assumptions but i mean to me it's just it's this can be about assumptions and energy but it's it's energy what i started off talking about That's where I come from. Everything starts with energy for me. And I don't expect anybody to understand it. Honestly, I don't. Even after this conversation, I'm not anticipating or expecting anybody to understand it. Because if you don't understand it, you're probably going to be like, huh? What? What? And when I put up that post, that's why I'm saying, keep me different. I'm okay. I'm okay if people just don't understand. And that's coming from a place of just seeing all the assumptions all week long, all day long, all year long. I made one thing and I said, no, I can be, I don't have to agree with everything. I don't agree in the presentation. I don't because a lot of people don't understand what I went through. And a lot of things, some, somebody will do something and you'll get tacked and people look at you like you were the bad person in the storyline that you didn't, and you didn't do People don't know all the things I went through this year. I've had to help my parent who's who had to have surgery. Um, a lot of things. Like I said, my grandma was leaving this world. Like a lot of things we fight through on the year and not making it about me at all. But, you know, even beyond that, even at the top of the year, you know, things were known. I said at the top of the year that I wasn't going to make any moves until the summertime. And whether or not they chose to respect it or not, it it information got taken back obviously differently because I said that give me the summertime because I knew I needed to be available for that time frame for my dad to have surgery. And I'm not going to 
say the name but it begins with an f and she knows who she is miss fee and took the information back and i don't really think the information got taken back properly and then why is it that i can follow certain social sites and people are sending subliminal messages on social sites it got really rude it's <laughs> what so people don't understand so a lot of stuff people do out here and um so i say those things so let me just put this to bed <laughs> alex do what you do to any life coach out there do what you do sarah do what you do But your guys can't take somebody else's message and just take it for your message. That's my my whole thing of dis, uh, dis, between disrespect and respect. And you can't assume that someone knows what you're doing if you never had a verbal conversation with them. Because from my end, it looks very disrespectful that you don't want me to comment, but you are taking my message. That's kind of rude. That's rude. And then for me to say anything about it, you, you haven't talked to me. So how would I know where you're coming from? You're saying you're trying to help? Well, you need to talk to somebody and let them know where you position you're coming from. Because how would she or they or he know? How would somebody know? And I'm saying that collectively to everybody. You can't assume people know your intentions if you don't state your intentions. Everybody's not on the subliminal trail on social media. Everybody's not on the antics on Instagram. Everybody's not with the comedy life. For me, and you got to know me. I'm not a big jokey joke type of person at all. So trying to lead with comedy with me, yeah, it's not going to be the best move for me because the comedy angle ain't. <laughs> ain't me now you know i like to laugh and stuff sometimes but to lead with it is it's probably not going to be the thing to get me out you're going to have to figure me out to see like hey well how can i get hurt the comedy angle ain't going to be the thing that i'll be like oh i got got to you know that's just ain't tanya we got to know each other for you to for us to be on that type of level but um because I think people want to joke with you first before they, and you know, and everybody's not comfortable with everything. I know, but I don't, I'm, I don't joke with people unless I know them. That's me. So you can't come off to me like being a prankster or all about the games and jokes. If we never had a conversation, I'm not going to find it funny. Um, It's probably going to be more of a pushback for me than me wanting to invite you in. So just when I say really show up, just first thing I can say is, we're not going to say be yourself. We're going to say introduce yourself. <laughs> okay. So leading into 2024, if anybody who ever want to meet me, 
I'm meeting these girls. I'm in a group right now meeting some girls and it's going very, very well. And I love the introductions and, you know, I'm not over this group and it's fun. And um, I like that. It's just starting with an introduction because an introduction is everything. I'm learning your name, where you're from, who you are. It's on the evil layer place. If you like comedy and stuff, let that gradually come up. Some of y'all are just like, like I say, don't put me in your stunts and stuff like that. Cause I'm probably going to be, it's not, it can be received differently. And it's just not about me. I'm not the only one out there who feels that way on stuff because I have these conversations with people like, how do you feel about this? You got to think about it. If you're used to doing comedy, everybody ain't comical at first. Everybody don't lead with that. And it can come off the wrong way. It can, some people may think you're actually attacking them with comedy than actually being enduring with comedy, with comedy, actually, if they don't know you and you don't know their personalities. Whoa, we got a lot to talk about. (laughs) If I decide to talk about these things, but, um, and I think that's where people butt heads on stuff too. Like, you know, I don't know. So God, did I say it all? <laughs> I'm just leading it. Cause I did like, again, I wasn't even going to touch this mic this year no more at wall, but you know, Uh, I'm I'm not even going to explain myself on here. <laughs> I just feel like it's not worth it. I, I have really just, it's just not worth explaining some things. And I, like I said, I'm okay with people not understanding certain things. But um, that's the thing. So here's the takeaway. Understand some people are in, very energy prone. And your energy gives off before you open your mouth sometimes. Okay. People guard themselves for different reasons. People not guard it like you may think it is. It, it may not be a, oh, not wanting to let people in. Now, when I first lost my friend, Michael, very shielded in protecting myself through the grief. I had to shield myself so that I can understand what I was going through through the grieving process of losing him. That's a different type of guarding yourself. I wasn't thinking about when you lose somebody like that. The last thing you're thinking about is, is finding uh, um, someone at that time. I'm trying to understand why this one's not here. That's early on in the pandemic, you know? Um, Let me see what else I can explain. So that's where I'm at with that. For me going through grief, trust was impacted a lot of people had this issue with me and the trust thing i haven't even explained what aspect of trust was burnt then and i feel like it is very personal and so i'm not going to talk about it on here either but if you would like to have a conversation with me and if that's part of our conversation that comes up because it's for you to know then you will know that but for me trust was impacted i'm just saying the area for somebody else going through grief it could be trauma. It can be whatever, you know, like what I'm trying to convey is people go through different, when people go through different things, it impacts them differently. So, um, let's see what else quickly just touching on some stuff, but I do have an understanding of myself. 
that's why I always speak about having self-awareness. Because see, when you know yourself, you can say these things. Like I'm saying on the mic. A lot of my time in the pandemic was fighting for my time alone and still trying to show up. Even though I wasn't running a rat race, I showed up in this podcast form. I hadn't charged not nobody for this podcast. I think that's what people don't understand. I've been so rude. People have been so rude to me in so many ways. People talk about, oh, she don't have a job. Well, some people take a step back for certain reasons. No, this was the first season in life I didn't work for a second because I needed to take a step back. You're being a caregiver. You're you're healing through losing someone to grief and all of these things. See, there's things people don't understand. I didn't have a job because I couldn't get a job. I didn't have a job because of this. And people thought when they found out where I work that, oh, well, she has a degree here. Why not? She's working here because I don't want to work there right now. I'm trying to heal through something before I go back there. And I was where I wanted to be. No one put me there. I wanted to be there so that I can just heal. And before I transition back into my title and go back into that line of work, which I am in now. I couldn't even get peace there. <laughs> people would come on my job when people find out where you work. And it's just, it's, it's, oh, it was a mess. <laughs> I'm like, dang, can a girl just, I stepped away. I'm giving y'all my podcast and I still can't get that moment of privacy to myself. Like, but I want to say thank you to those at that job because you allowed me to put those titles aside and just be me. And you allowed me to. You understand when I can say this job understood me going through grief, this job understood me needing that space and time to grieve through it. And I worked with them and their team and had fun and got to learn their personalities. And, you know, and they even encouraged me when it's time Are you ready. We know we know you ain't going to be here forever. We know that. We understand our time with you. And that's why I say I appreciate y'all for that. And I even try to protect them because I'm like, people kept coming in on the job and, and, and they didn't even like that. Sometimes like, why is this? Yeah, they saw the shenanigans. I just want to put it out there. I had people from my old school sending me messages that yeah, I think people don't understand this. Everybody experience is different. My experience at my undergrad is not the same experience most people had. Some people get offended when I say I wish I went to a different school, but that is what I wanted. I, if I could turn back, my truth is I wish I had went to Howard. I don't take that back. I stand in it. Who knows who I would have met at Howard? Who knows the journey? I don't know. But honestly, that's what I want. I'm not saying it was going to be a, a good journey because, yeah, it's going to have its journeys, too. I just wish that's the journey and path I went because that's what was in my heart. Hear me, hear me clearly. That's the journey that was in my heart. And I was reminded of a lot while I was at my undergrad why I should have went with my heart decision and not gone there. And that's as much as I'm going to say about it. So when people come back and they be like, oh, remember when we went to the parties and all of this stuff like that? Those are your memories. 
You can't enforce your memories on me. Just because you had a good time, I didn't have a good time. And that's my truth. When I see some of you out, some of you were, you know, okay, I say hey and stuff. But a lot of my time there wasn't such a good time. (laughs) And that's just, again, my truth. So you have to allow me to go out and find now what I would want. I haven't said anything bad. It was just a lesson on friendships, a lesson on choosing the path I wanted to go. And that's it. And y'all got to let that go. We're not taking this into 2024. Okay. I love my other schools. I talk about them. Y'all know where they are. I love them. Those schools felt like me. Those schools made me felt seen, valued, heard, and everything. It may, you may be offended by it, but that's my truth. Even my little short time taking classes at Harvard, I felt welcome and seen in that class, okay? And it was great talking to those individuals, and it was very supportive environment. And it made me think, dang, I wish I had, maybe I should have went first. You know, like, it's just different for me and what my experience was. So when you guys go to homecoming, congratulations. I don't go to homecoming for that school. Probably won't be back at one. <laughs> I don't. I mean, honestly, I graduated and I don't go back. I went at first and I don't go, y'all. It's just what it is. And, you know, it's nothing bad about the school. I'm just saying it's just not for me. Okay. All right. I hope I talked about everything. I'm trying to say everything I'm not taking into 2024. Well, I'm not. Well, y'all need to just leave here. And I don't know if people say, oh, yeah, another misconception about control. I don't try to control things. I've never been a person of that. My grandmother raised me on the serenity prayer. And in serenity prayer, you know the difference of things that are in your control and things are not in your control. There's some mishap in communication and somebody saying control. And I don't understand where that's coming from. I think we're trying to get too technical with stuff. I think in, in the effort and people trying to help people heal and grieve and all this stuff, we're using all these terms. So, oh, this person self happened. Oh, this person said this. Now, I, I've said that I'm an introvert. And selective extrovert, that's my what I came up with. Now we got a term for that. What is all the answer thing? I'm not calling myself that, okay? <laughs> I don't even know the name of it, but I'm not calling myself that. It is what it is. I know how to explain me to someone. I'm an introvert. I'm not a shy introvert. I'm a reserved introvert. And I'm selectively extroverted about the things I love. So if you want an extroverted side of me to come out, it's going to come out within my passions automatically. That's just how I obtained it. You want to call yourself any title you want to. You can. I'm not calling myself that. That was made up name came out of the pandemics. I don't know. But um, what else can I say? Yeah, this control thing. I don't try to control situations. If you go back and listen to what I'm saying, I said the presentation was done improperly. Have conversations with people. Let people know, hey, you know, whatever. Like, 
I don't try to control things, but I can say how something may have made me felt that was wrong, done wrong to me. I don't have an attitude. But if you get out of line, I don't have a problem telling you you got a lot. Say say what you want. <laughs> I've never been that. Um, um, let's talk about this. There's a whole lot of talk about effort. Y'all, t- y'all talk about effort and all of this stuff. Let's talk about that. I think the whole effort talk, first of all, you have to know what people are going through. Can someone match your effort? Absolutely. But you, there's a thing called compromise that I think we're losing sight of this word called compromise. In this world, you make compromises. I might couldn't have been at every event, but I can compromise with you and say which events I can be at. If I know something is important to you, like if you want someone at this, well, I know I'm in a season where I may can't be there at every event. But what I'm doing in this season is going to allow me to show up in the next season, maybe at way more events, maybe every event. But you won't know that unless you talk to somebody. And there's a thing of compromise. Maybe I'll be at this one. Can't be at this one. Maybe this one. Meet me halfway. Maybe this. Maybe that. You know, I don't. I'm just using stuff as an example because. It's energy out there. (laughs) All these conversations because people are assuming so much. I saw a conversation between men and a woman that was in a, a chat where it's like men and women going back and forth because the woman said that she didn't want a dreamer. And everybody's like, well, you don't want a man. Da, 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 da. I'm listening to it. And I'm like, that's not what she said. Like it was more to the conversation. If you listen to what she said, she said a dreamer is, you know, basically it's breaking down to this. A dreamer is someone who just dreams with no action. There's a difference between a dreamer and a go-getter. I, I made it known in that chat. A go-getter is someone who is making steps towards their goals. This whole year, I I can prove myself. I've been making steps towards my goal. You may not see it on the forefront, but behind the scenes, there's a lot happening. And that's the thing with life. A lot of people do things behind the scenes that you're not going to see. Instagram and internet has given y'all a false representation of life. More life goes off scene than it does on scene. On what should I say? On screen. Let me say it again. More life is happening off the screen than it is on screen. Y'all just got to get used to that notion. I want to see it. Show me you showing up. Show me you this. Maybe if you get off the phone. Maybe if you stop looking at the on screen. And you tap into the person off screen. You will see the effort. You will see how they're showing up for you. You will get the answers to everything you seek. And I'm going to land there. Lord, I hope I said everything. This is it. Y'all not going to get another one of these conversations from me. If I decide to do these conversations, it will be in the new year. I don't know. I am... Working on 
some things. I love where I'm at right now. I have these new beginnings offsetting right now. I am about to walk into some new doors <laughs> next week as we speak to. I got new doors I walked in this week. I got things happening and I am very, very grateful and very happy. Let's try to have less confusion in 2024. I can't tell you how to live your life. I can't tell you to strive for that. I would love to see that, but I don't know. To be honest, I just don't know. And that's a real thing. <sighs> that it, Lord, I'm stalling until you say that's it. Because that's it. Like, I always put the invitation out there. If you want to talk to me privately, one-on-one, I'm all the way down for it. Because you'll get the most out of me that way. The most clarity. But, oh, oh, thank you, Jesus. One more thing, support. Support looks different to everybody. You can't impose your definition of support on someone. It's just like everybody's definitions of success is different. So what support looks like to somebody may look different. You may think I'm supporting someone, but what they need in the form of support may not be what you're providing. And you won't know what they need unless you ask. Hence, let's go back to the grievance season. I'll just put that out there. When someone loses someone, I always ask these questions. Like when I'm talking to them personally, how is it I can be of help for you through this? Or what is it I can do? You know what that type of question does? It opens the door for people to tell out and tell you what they need instead of you trying to think ahead of what they need. So many of y'all want to be solution based or solvers and solve people's problems. But I say it again, you can't solve a problem if you don't understand if you lack the understanding and you're going to have to talk to people, you're going to have to walk with people. Some of you just want your name out there. You just want to take a photo op and say, see, I'm being chivalrous. I'm a humanitarian. I'm doing this. But you're not asking the people what they need. You can't look at it from up on high pedestal. Sometimes you're going to have to come down this year. I walked away from my titles. I was down helping people. Even at my job, I was there. I'm working amongst people. I know what they need, though don't need. A lot of y'all wouldn't do that. You know what I got behind the scenes? Why are you there? Why are you doing this? Why are you? Why are you? I was of more help than I ever could have been this year to anybody I showed up to online. When I left, I left with a community that knew my name. I left with a community that really missed me. I left with a community that understood me and took the time to learn me. And I learned that community, not only on the job, but outside and surrounding. It was amazing what I saw last week. Where the week before. But the only way that could have happened is I was in it. I experienced it with them. I learned them. A lot of y'all can't do that. You want to look from behind and, 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 and be the solution. That's why I go back and I said to some of these people who are coaches, life coaches and all these things, not naming specifics, take it where it fits. You got to talk to people. It ain't about creating a program all the time and then trying to see how many people can buy your program and just do self-help. There's a lot of solutions out there. There's a lot of problems, but you're not going to fix them if you don't come down. And I got to go because I got to save it.